Hi everyone, welcome to Life with Fibromyalgia. Today is May 21st, 2019. Alright, so today I want to talk about um, the fact that I am now on Instagram and Facebook. I had a Facebook account before um, as and it was a fibromyalgia support group. Um, but I changed the name to my podcast name so they can be linked together. Um, and that that way you guys can have that platform um, to talk to each other, talk to me, um, and just support each other. So I thought that was important, and so I changed the name, and I'm, um, I'm letting you guys know that uh, the Facebook page is Life with Fibromyalgia, um, so the same as the podcast. Um, also, I'm on Instagram. Um, my username, I think that's what they call it. I'm not sure, but it's N-R-O-D-R-I-1-1-1. If you're interested, um, it's just for fun. If you're interested in seeing, you know, things that I do or just literally anything, I can't think of anything else, but just little things that I do here and there. So I thought I'd share that with you. So maybe you can follow me on Instagram and join the Life with Fibromyalgia support group in uh, in Facebook. And the other thing that I kind of had planned was creating a meetup group. I'm still not there yet, but I, I'm thinking about it. I, I don't know if I should or not because it would basically be only people that live here in Southern California that would be able to um, attend. So I'm I don't know yet. I'm thinking about it. If you guys think it's a good idea, you can email me and let me know. Just just to hear your feedback. I'm I'm still thinking about the meetup group. But yeah, I definitely would like to hear from you um, and hear your ideas as far as um, meetup goes. All right, so aside from that, I wanted to talk about the um, get-together that I had with my friends. Um, So I had talked about that we were going to get together and we were going to bake cookies and decorate them. So um, my friend, she actually um, had baked the cookies already, so they were ready for us to decorate when I got there and my other friend. So when we got there, we started doing the icing. Well, we started coloring the icing and then just mixing them, doing different colors. And and then we started decorating. And it was great because we were talking and then there were moments when it was silent. And those silent moments were, were okay. It's not like we felt like we needed to talk. It was nice and therapeutic. Um, We talked when we wanted to, um, and we were silent decorating our cookies, and whenever we decided to stay quiet, um, so it was nice. I really enjoyed it, and I think it would be another um, cool thing to do again, Um, but this time I suggested um, that maybe they can come over to my place and we can oil paint. Um, Something I've kind of started quite a while ago is 
oil painting and I really enjoyed it. It's quite therapeutic for me. And I'm, I was thinking maybe we can do what one of my friends suggested, which is follow a Bob Ross art show. And so that that's uh, probably what we'll end up doing. Um, I pretty much have all the supplies, all the colors that they might need. So it'll be it'll be nice. I think it'll be fun. I just need to set a date with them and hopefully we can get together and enjoy that too. All right, so aside from that, um, I kind of wanted to talk about the whole Walker situation because I think it's important for people to know that when you when you have a Walker, people actually see your disability and they, you know, you get compassionate um, comments and, you know, you get doors open for you, you, you know, just in general, people are, people are nicer and they try and help you. And, you know, when, for example, when I don't have the walker, it's a lot different and it's obvious that it is different because I don't have the walker and so people think that you're okay, that you're just like everyone else. And so today, when I, um, when I got to work, I didn't take out my walker because my arms were hurting and it was too heavy for me to get out of my car. And so I basically had to deal with the weight of my purse on my arms. So I, yeah, like I couldn't get out the walker. So anyway, I walked over to, to my, um, to my floor and one of the, one of the girls there was like, wow, it's so nice to see you walking nonchalantly all around here. And I was I looked at her and I was like, quiet for a second, because it was like, really? <laughs> like, I don't know, I didn't get upset or anything like that. But it was kind of like, uh, you just don't know, you know, like, you just don't know how I feel inside. And so I was like, um, like, well, I do feel a tad better, <laughs> you know, just a tad, not quite a lot better. And so, um, I guess I kind of, I don't know, she kind of was like, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, I did tell her, I was like, you know what, I actually need the walker all the time, to be honest. And I don't use it all the time because it's hard for me to get it out of my car when I'm not feeling well. So basically the days that I have it, I'm kind of feeling okay, um, but still badly. So that was that. And so I just wanted to make it clear to people that don't have fibro that even though you see the person just walking and you know that they have fibro and they're walking and acting like they're okay, things are not okay all the time. You know, it's it's something that we have to deal with and we've kind of learned to ignore it to, the, to, to an extent. And we've learned to just move on and and live our lives and of course some people are depressed and are at different um, levels of um, of their depression and at at this point for me I'm I think I'm in an okay place as far as depression goes 
And so I kind of try and live my life like, you know, I try and live it like I don't have fibro per se, but I'm aware of my limits. So it's, I just don't let it put me down basically. So that's how I'm living right now. Um, I try not to let it get me down. I try to, um, I, I just make myself strong and I try to do things that other people are doing. Um, definitely not like exactly how they're doing, but um, to the limit that I can, um, such as, you know, walking and things like that. Um, I might not be able to walk three miles like other people, but I can walk maybe half a mile or a mile. Or some days I probably won't be able to walk at all. Or some other days I'll be able to walk 0.25 of a mile. Um, it all depends on how I'm feeling and if I've built up myself to walk that much. Um, and so that is something also that I wanted to share that it is very important for people with fibromyalgia to, to start off slow and increase slowly as well. Um, such as walking. Um, for me, the way that I start is I start walking around the block at, at home, and I just do one one um, one block, and then go back home, and then the next day I'll do two, and then the next day if I feel okay, I'll do two again, or I'll fall back down to one block, and then two again. And if I feel okay after doing two, I'll do three. And then the next day, I'll see how I feel. And if I can't, if I feel like I can't do three, I'll do two. And if I feel I can't do two, I'll do one. And if I can't do one, then I just, you know, I stay home, rest for the day. And the next day is just another next day that it's a new day. Um, You try and do what you can. And so you've got to build up slowly and you've got to listen to your body um, especially when you're trying to improve um, and and get more walking um, into your life or whatever type of exercise you're doing as long as it's not strenuous um, then you know we have to build up to it and that that's something I wanted to share that's really important um don't lose hope because I know that you can um, fall into a flare and then you have to start all over again. And that is something that gets to me. So I totally understand if you're in that situation that um, that you were doing well and you were walking, you know, X amount of, you know, miles or, you know, blocks or whatever you were able to do. Um, and then you got a flare and then all of a sudden you can't do, do what you were doing. Um, I know that is very frustrating and it's depressing, of course. Um, so I totally understand. Right now, I'm still on a flare and I'm trying to walk. And I went walking for about a half mile. And at some point, I was like starting to feel tired. And so I told my boyfriend, I was like, you know what, I think I could only walk up to this point. And, you know, I had a rest, and then walked again. And so um, at this point, I'm still trying to figure out what my limit is. I know that's the most confusing part, because 
maybe last year you were able to do so much and then this year you got flair and so you can't do that much anymore so you have to find that limit again and so that's the repetitive thing that happens with fibro um that is something we have to get used to it's something we have to accept and as for me i i still can't accept it but i've somewhat accepted it if it makes any sense um but i i think i've accepted that i have fibro and that you know i have to deal with it um but now it's more of like frustration with it um because i can't do what i want to do or i can't for example um my boyfriend and i want to lose weight and one of the things that he's doing to lose weight and in his form of exercise is going hiking and so i i feel very um very sad that I can't do the same thing because that is something that I absolutely love doing. I used to love doing it and I still love it. You know, even if I go for a very short hike, I love going hiking. And and I know that I can't do it. If anything, I can do just a quarter of a mile and and then I'm tired. So I can't join him for the big hikes that he does. And so I feel pretty sad about that. Um, and also, the only thing that I can lean, lean on is basically just counting calories. And so that's basically what I need to do. And it's, I think it's one of the hardest things because without exercise, and I know I am going to exercise, but... You guys know what I mean. We can't exercise like like we want to, or at least how we used to um, how we used to exercise before. Um, for example, for me, I used to love swimming. I would swim two hours a day every day, and so I was I was fit and I loved it. And I, my mentality was like, when I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it until I'm tired and um, you know until I can't do it and so that was my mentality and so now when you know when I think about okay I've got to lose weight okay I have to exercise okay what type of exercise am I gonna do and then I think wait a minute I can't think like that anymore I can't do the exercise I used to do I have to change my mentality and think okay I have to start slow I have to try Whatever I want to do, I've got to try it. And if it's beyond my limit, then maybe I choose something else as a form of exercise. And for me, I just want to start walking um, more often. Um, So it really depends what you're looking into. Um, So another example is um, swimming for me. If I go to, to the gym and get into their pool... I noticed that I could only do two laps, um, so total of four, four, um, four laps, um, if you only count one way. So I could only do two laps, and then I'm brutally tired. Um, my, I could in that situation, I can feel my muscles already hurting. I already feel the fibro flare coming on. So I noticed that that wasn't something I could do that could help me. Um, 
so I, I, you know, default to walking. Um, so, yeah, um, if you don't have fibro, um, I hope you understand what, what um, your significant other, your friend, or relative, or whoever, I hope you understand what they're going through because it's a very tough situation when it comes to exercise and when it comes to um, accepting things, um, such as accepting that you can't swim anymore or you can't weight lift like you used to or anything like that. Um, you have to get used to other forms of exercise as something that you can now do. Um, so, yeah, I hope you understand. Um, I hope that you you can encourage your friend, relative, um, or um, whoever. I hope you can understand and encourage them to do what they can. Um, listen to them. You know, um, let them know that they need to listen to their bodies and that they have a limit and, you know, to accept that they don't, they have to listen to the bodies and that's about it. Um, they really have to listen closely to their bodies because that's what tells them their limit as far as like, they could only do this much for today and that is all they're going to do. And then tomorrow's a new day and you basically how you feel, you see what you can do, but never go beyond your limit. That is really important. And please do not push a person with fibromyalgia to, to do more than they, they, um, they can. Um, and that is something that people have as far as mentality goes. People are like, okay, keep walking, you know, or keep lifting, um, or keep going. Um, you can do it. That doesn't work with people with fibromyalgia. People with fibro, we we have our limits, and if you push that limit, they might go into a flare. So that's it's really important for you to encourage them, but not push them. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Um, with all of you. Um, I wanted to share how it went with my friends. So you guys already know how it turned out. It turned out well. Um, I'm hopefully gonna do some oil painting with them soon. So we'll see how that turns out. I'll share that too. All right. So once again, my Instagram um, name is N-R-O-D-R-I-111. And the Facebook page is Life with Fibromyalgia. All right. Well, I hope you all are doing well. And if you are not feeling well, it's okay. You will get better. Um, and if you're feeling good, that's great. I hope you are doing some sort of exercise as far as, you know, as much as you can. Um, listening to your body and going, going to your limit, but not over your limit. All right. Well, y'all take care and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.